This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? Happy Thursday. Hope you've been having a good week. It's been a good week, huh? Yeah? I uh, had a great weekend last weekend in Brea, California. Shout out to everyone that came to the shows. Man, some amazing ALN podcasts. Uh, I'm sorry, f- fans that came to the shows. Um, I mean, holy shit. Uh, fan of the week. Got a new fan of the week. Haven't done it in a while, but uh, a fan of the week from my shows in Brea. I can't remember their names, but I took a picture with them. And uh dude messaged me on Instagram. Um, Ron Sakiria? Is that is that right? Ron Sakiria, you are this week's boop, 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 fan of the week. Yeah, baby. Uh, big pod fans, him and his girl that came to the show. Super sweet. Um, yeah, man. Email about last night pod at gmail.com with your address and we'll send you some merch. Thanks for listening to the pod, man. Thank you all for listening to the pod and hope uh Hope it's been bringing you guys joy in 2017. The the best ofs, part one and two, were a lot of fun. If you haven't, go back and listen to those. So many great conversations. And uh, 2017 is booking up nicely, man. Coming up, uh, we've got Lachlan Patterson, Carol Liefer, uh, who wrote for Seinfeld and Mad TV. Um, uh, Kyle Newichek, the director of Workaholics, which is uh, just premiered last night. It's uh, last final season. So sad. But uh, Kyle Newichek, of course, plays Carl in Workaholics. He'll be coming up, uh, as, as well as Adam Egit, the uh, booker of the Comedy Store, which will be really exciting. Um, and uh, Joe DeRosa. Fuck, man. Got a lot of big heavy hitters coming up. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Tell your friends to, uh, to check the pot out. Subscribe uh, and leave a five-star rating and comment on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts. Um, today's episode... Another great get. Um, Brad met this dude through Kevin and Bean. Uh, you know him from the NFL Network, from DirecTV. He's a sports junkie. He's a staple of the NFL coverage uh, that is happening all the time. He hosts the Red Zone channel every Sunday, which is, if you haven't seen it, it's basically when you get to basically watch the Red Zone and see they, go, they jump from game to game all over and basically cover any time a team's about to score or... or Something exciting is, ha- exciting is happening. It's an amazing, insane process that our guest breaks down for us. A, how he got the job, and B, how it even works. It's one of the most fascinating things I've ever listened to. Um, he grew up in Virginia, his early sports broadcasting days, coming to L.A., um, and, and he breaks down this weekend's NFL predictions, uh, the playoffs, uh, which include, of course, my Seahawks. I'm talking about the one and only Andrew Siciliano, baby. Uh, of Fox Sports and uh, an NFL Network. Great dude. Like I uh, mentioned, we talk a lot of sports. We talk a lot uh, his story. Super funny dude, too. Uh, it's always great when you can laugh uh, at yourself and uh, and have a good sense of humor and, and also be a big sports dude. That's all it takes for, uh, for fellas to bond. Um, this episode was a lot of fun. Enjoy the hell out of it. Go Seahawks. Uh, follow Andrew on Twitter, at Andrew Siciliano. Um... That spelling, you know, type it in. I think it's S-I-C-I-L-I-A-N-O. Bing! That is correct. 
Um, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad at ALN Podcast at ALN Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray thirty three on Instagram. Brad William uh, Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, tonight through Saturday, I'm in Kansas City right now, baby. The Kansas City Improv first time headlining. Come on, come out if you are in or around KC, Kansas City. Come out and see me. Uh, the Kansas City Improv. One show tonight, two tomorrow, two Saturday. It's going to be a blast. Come out. Um, I'm in a good groove right now, man. Just headlining every weekend and, and two, three sets a night in uh, in town in L.A. Uh, feeling good. So come out to the shows and party. Brad, this weekend, is at uh, the Levity Live in West Nyack, which is upstate New York. Go see Brad tonight through Saturday. Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. Get your tickets at improv.com. Of course, we have a big show coming up, a big live show, live about last night podcast at the Riot LA Comedy Festival, uh, January 22nd, next Sunday at 5 p.m., Brad Williams, Adam Ray, and our guests, Adam Devine and Brent Morn. Holy shit. It's going to be a packed fucking show. Get your tickets at riotla.com and come out and see the live ALN podcast. Brad Williams, Adam Ray, Adam Devine, Brent Morn. January 22nd, that's a Sunday at 5 p.m. I also want to mention we have a new sponsor for the podcast, BlueApron.com. Of course, that's a website that has uh, chef-curated recipes using farm-fresh ingredients that are sent straight to your door. Um, We're not uh, starting it until next Monday, uh, but we do talk about it on the podcast, and Andrew Siciliano actually shares some personal stories about it. We plug the um, the website and uh, and mention using promo code ALN, which is our promo code, but you can't use it until Monday. All right? So, Blue Apron, we love you. And, uh, and we, we uh, appreciate you sponsoring the pod, and uh, we're going to give you all the love that we got to give. Um, but when you hear mentioned today and we talk about the promo code, just know that you can't use it until Monday. All right? Um, and uh, another big show, January 24th at 8.30 at the Comedy Store in the main room here in Los Angeles. I'm doing the first of uh, some monthly shows, Adam Ray and Buddies. It's going to be myself, Brad, Brent, Adam Devine, Jessamay Peluso, Chris D'Elia, and some surprise guests. So get your tickets at ComedyStore.com. And come out and see the Adam Ray and Buddy Show, January 24th, uh, 8.30, Comedy Store Main Room. And, of course, destoymerchandise.com for all your ALN merch, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com. Get all your shirts, hats, mugs, posters, and, uh, and, and make somebody's day. Spread the word about the pod through, through the gift of giving. Gifts. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and, of course, uh, go to my website, adamraytv.com, for all my tour dates. Um, and I'm hitting the uh, road uh, February 11th through March 4th with Adam Devine on a big national theater tour. All those tickets are at LiveNation.com. Come out and see us. Uh, BradWilliamsComedy.com for all his tour dates. And now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's all the merch info. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Andrew Siciliano. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Yeah, Blue yeah, Apron, the Blue lovely... Apron kept my relationship together for a while. <laughs> wow. Siciliano, <laughs> tell, oh, tell us it, more. It, it yeah. Are, are we recording yet? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? Man, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? I'm looking at open table. Keys. Yeah. Um, I'm, not ready. I'm not trying to be rude. Blue oh, we're already. We're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going. Oh.
Hey! Yeah. <laughs> it was that. Blue Apron, brand new sponsor. The hey. About Last Night podcast uh, saved Andrew Siciliano's relationship. Did it sit? No, it didn't save my relationship, but I love Blue Apron. It, it reminded me... Um, it reminded me that I needed to cook more, like about a, actually a year. No, nah, last February, I got sick of eating out all the time because I'm a total restaurant. Um, You're a foodie. I don't want to be because we overuse foodie. That's true. And so and I me, love when, yeah. new restaurants. Yeah. I, I am not someone compared. Uh, oh, it's the chef from this place and this place and this. Sometimes I am. I'll admit that. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, like I looked at my my bank my credit card statements. I'm like, good God, how much money am I spending eating out? And I hadn't cooked a lot recently. And then I got the Blue Apron thing, and I became addicted addicted to it. And I I'm not that good, mm-hmm. but I'm not awful, and I'm not okay. great. I had I've screwed up one in like a year. That's it. In eleven months, I've only screwed up. It's pretty one. impressive. Straight. And wow. when it comes to the relationship thing, I will say this: is that it is great. It was great. This is my previous relationship. To do something together, and yeah. it became like I was doing three days a week, and I am right now. And there's a blue apron box sitting on my front door when I get home. Wow! Look at uh, that. It was it was something where the girlfriend at the time and I could do something together. Yes, instead That's of going key, right? out. How long have you guys been together? How long were we together? Oh, shit. a year. I'm sorry. No, it's all blue good. apron ended your relationship. It, it did not, but it was it was something where. We all know we get sick of sitting across the table from each other sometimes. Yeah. Everyone does in a relationship, trying to ask what you did that day and sure. how your day went. Sometimes right. I look across the table and go, Brad, you're still here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the cooking together thing... Yeah. That's that, that's an activity. Together. It does. Well, and then the next time you use Blue Apron, just use promo code ALN. That's <laughs> yes. promo code promo ALN. ALN. And I, if you're my friend, uh, I yeah. still have like five free meals to give away oh, snap. on the app, which you can do. There you go. Now, what was your go-to? Up. You are, um, obviously, the last name, you are Chinese. So I what? am. Yeah. I am, by far. <laughs> I love things with noodles and chopsticks. Actually, I do. I, I <laughs> yeah. love Asian food. So, uh, but sure. What's your go-to, like when you would cook? When I, so you are I, Italian, correct? I am, yeah. Um, um, I cooking by my own. I actually was a one walk guy, kind of guy. Yeah, where I would just whatever I had in the house, I throw it in the damn walk and see how it came out. Nice. However, go. for Italian food, I like to uh, make my grandmother's sauce. Um, oh, snap! God, I see. Uh, I don't but have only a like yeah. Christmas thing. I've got a, a mom's thing. meatloaf and like a stepdad's like. Grilled cheese and like that's you know chicken marsala is good at that yeah that's good that's easy yeah there relatively easy yeah yeah I mean it, now when 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 you're sitting down and having a conversation about cooking and food with guys is that a relief that you're not talking sports twenty four seven it's got to be right care, man. I, I we all love sports I yeah why would I not want to talk sports what a great do question pe- do you guys ever want to not talk comedy yes. no I always but, do. unless it's with people who are so. I mean, look, like when I'll go home and my mom's friends from Temple will ask me, like, what do Sandra Bullock's boobs smell like? You know, that's a different question than like, hey, when's the next time you're performing in Seattle? You know what I'm saying? So that I don't have a lot of answers for other than peaches and cream. But like, no, that's not true. She's a great, great human being and a great woman. Uh, But so, but no, we love talking comedy all the time. But never saw The Blind Side, by the way. (laughs) Great movie. I'm sure it is. I hate sports movies. Have you seen The Heat? Which, Which one's that? That one? That I was Should in. Should I say yes? No, you don't I have to. I haven't seen it. I'm sorry. Catch it on a plane. I haven't seen it. There you go. Is that on Netflix? <laughs> Probably. Okay, I'll see it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I think people do assume that you guys, because especially you for having wearing so many different hats, and probably 
um, talking about so much in between breaks and off and, and prepping so much that there does come a time when you're just like, man, I need a break to not watch it or live it. But I feel like it is the opposite where you wouldn't be in it if it didn't consume you and you'd enjoy that, right? Well, we're all fans. I mean, mm-hmm. we, all of us in this business, I think, in, in the sports business, we're here because we grew up loving this. Yeah. And you, you never, yeah, you get jaded. We all get jaded in all our jobs. So yes, we get jaded in our job as well. But at the same time, you are still a fan. Like last night, watching the Clemson Alabama game unbelievable uh, game with my friends yeah I'm a fan I'm jumping off the couch making noise now can I be that guy every night no but mm-hmm. nobody is yeah so I, I absolutely love um talking sports and it never does get old sometimes you have that moment and look this is not to say they're good fans and bad fans Everyone has only so much time in their life to dedicate themselves to knowing what they're talking about because they have bills to pay and kids to feed. Yeah, sure. But sometimes you'll get that guy at the airport who strikes up a conversation with you. You sit down and you look up and you see the game and they want to talk about the game and you say, hey, I just got here. What happened? Then they say something like, oh, well, it was it was zero to ten. Like that was ten nothing. Yeah, like, like that's wow. kind of you get one of those. You get one of those. People, it was like, one zero to zero. Yeah, and yeah. then you you kind of figure out what it is you're dealing with. T- totally, their le- their level of fandom. They're they're not gonna that particular guy. He's not gonna be telling you that this that this quarterback isn't necessarily doing well and 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 they've been doing only short passes he's sure he's not going to give you that level of analysis but by the way the that guy's still a customer he's still yeah probably a guy that buys a jersey maybe and and goes to the game yeah so if he's coming into the store if he says like man the dolphins are playing but still no sign of ray finkel you have to give (laughs) a little bit of like exactly you have to laugh and and give him a chance to see if that was a joke or not exactly um exactly do you enjoy just riffing like having those moments with people once you figure out somebody like brad or i who i feel like you know we uh, our lives are heavily dedicated to sports and watching and enjoying and, and knowing that like do you feel like is there a certain fan that you are like uh, you'd rather talk to somebody like us that knows just enough a little bit more you guys or know what you're talking about come on or do you ever feel like do you get into the we're just repeating what you guys yeah, said. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this is true yeah we okay. we, not, we not, but no it isn't now we <laughs> form our own opinions you guys yeah. have your opinions yeah he, sure. here's what. I, I enjoy talking to people that have opinions. Gotcha. Whether they're right or wrong, at least they have one. Totally. There, there there's nothing worse, as Jim Rome once said, have a take, don't suck. There's nothing mm-hmm. worse than someone that doesn't have an opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And that goes, that goes, I think, into everything. I mean, yeah. whether it's, it's news or politics or sports or sure. entertainment or just yeah. someone that uh, they, they have a definite stance, whatever that may be. And if it's not your take, your opinion, that's when you have an interesting conversation and, may, and maybe you might learn about someone. The, the world is built on good discussion and divergent opinions. I love and, that. And sports as well. So, no, no, to answer your question, does it get old talking about football? Hell no. If it gets old talking about football, I'll find something else to do, and I highly doubt that'll ever happen. Have you ever found yourself in a situation with a significant other where, like, do you want a woman who knows a lot about sports, or is or is that too much? No, like, no, you absolutely do, because yeah. it's your life. I mean, yeah. First, I, I would like to think of myself as someone that has other interests and whose life isn't consumed only by football, Yes, but when at the same time, you have to spend, because it is your job, and you have to go to work prepared... I know this is not digging ditches here, but but knowing and watching 
Sure, if you can have that conversation, it, it helps your relationship yeah, immensely. Sure. And, and, immensely. And that person has to be someone that has to be willing to sit down with you on a Thursday night to watch the oh, Thursday I'm, night game. I'm a royal pain in the ass because <laughs> I, I will admit that sometimes you say, i got to watch the Thursday game, and you use that as an excuse mm-hmm. of getting out of, uh, uh, nah, there's a game on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you always have, there's always a game on. Right, theoretically, yes. Theoretically, but yeah. you also have to find time to compartmentalize. I mean, I've come in sometimes on a Tuesday morning or, or a Friday morning to mm-hmm. NFL Networking. On. I will admit I left at halftime to go to dinner. <laughs> now, I watched all the highlights. Yeah. I sure. read everything. Yeah. Sure. But I will admit, so as we discuss what we're doing on our show, if there's some nuanced stuff that I may have missed. Mm-hmm. Please, and it happened in the fourth quarter, let me know so yeah. we can discuss this so I can That's go in as prepared as I can. I'm how, right. I'm, how, how deep in the excuse drawer do you go? Do you go like, hey, it's a Canadian Grey Cup. Sorry, babe. I can't, <laughs> I can't go out tonight. Nice. Canadian League football. Yeah, yeah, I got the name of the title right. Yeah. Grey the, Cup. The, the, the Grey Cup. No, yeah. I, I've never used a Grey the Cup The Montreal Alouettes are playing the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Very good. <laughs> or the Calgary Rough Riders. There are two Rough Riders. There are two Rough Riders. There's two teams in the CFL that have the exact same name. I nice. used to do arena football league games. Oh, no shit. Oh, no kidding. That's exciting, I, right? I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I had a blast. You XFL know. or Arena Football League? Oh, I like I like the AFL better. Oh, I okay. was at the very first XFL game at the Coliseum, the Los Angeles Extreme. Yes. Now, what is XFL versus that? That was that was Vince McMahon's version of the NFL. Exactly. <laughs> Where's my football? <laughs> this is the XFL. <laughs> Remember, that was the very first game, and it was on yeah. NBC. Yep. And, and they did it. It was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I think wasn't initially they were going to like have two guys grapple for the ball at midfield to determine possession. Yeah, well, that's incredible. What they did is they had the ball at midfield and two guys on on like the 40 and just said, go get the ball. Whoever gets the ball gets the ball first. Ready, set. Go. Right. So there's no coin toss. And Matt Vaskirgin, I think, did the first game, I want to say. You know, Matt Vaskirgin, yeah. MLB Network, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, baseball yeah, broadcaster, yeah. graded yeah. his job. Uh, but Vince McMahon sure. financed the thing, or at least yep. was the face of the thing. And for that first game, he was out there yeah. with a mic, and he just, growled. This is and the very first game at the Coliseum for our team here, yeah, they had Los Angeles Extreme quarterback by Tommy Maddox. Exactly in the <laughs> east end zone, the peristyle end of the Coliseum. Yep. For those who aren't from LA, you could picture that they had, um, like a hot tub with the cheerleaders in the hot tub. Oh, I mean, okay, come on, Vince. Wow, and your it, life. it was. It was a crowd. No, that's, what, it, it was, that's America. It was... I, I don't there, think they had metal detectors, but they needed them. <laughs> it was that kind of crowd. Weren't there... The arena football was like insane scoring, right? Like it, it was like you could have a... I, I think I called a 75 to 68 playoff game. Oh, my God. Damn. Well, I that's mean, so exciting. It was I mean, awesome. It's yeah. kind of... I mean, do you think the NFL should ever make changes to where scoring goes up or do you think everything is I, think been, I mean look at college I they've been football. trying I mean, to. I mean you have that now with college football nobody yeah. plays defense in college football anymore I mean we saw for Alabama last night obviously and Clemson can play defense and but but look at some of these big 12 scores or everyone goes spread and you're going to throw nine touchdowns a game Syracuse my, mm-hmm. my alma mater the game what was it with Pitt 
like in uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Honestly, oh, I think the score was like seventy to sixty. Yeah, yeah. I I actually watched that game. Uh, was I forget what oh, what hotel room I was alone in, uh, frequently masturbating in. But uh, <laughs> nice. I did turn on that game. By the way, if a midget masturbates during your team's win, like that means they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, that is. I believe I read. I, I read that. Yeah, <laughs> a midget, a midget masturbates. You know what? Yeah. As good as good as a reporter as he is, G, uh, Gene Wojciechowski. Uh, Wojciechowski. Yeah, from Yahoo. Yeah, I believe he yes. did. He did not have that. He did he, not. Have he that does one. not know that if a midget <laughs> masturbates while watching the game, it, that it, it's a good uh, luck charm. Yeah, he, to- totally missed that one. Yeah, <laughs> totally missed that one. But, uh, but do you think rich, one to grow on, so to speak? <laughs> rich Eisen got it. Just throwing that out there. Rich, well, uh, Eisen, rich Eisen, deep cut. Eisen loves midgets. I, uh, Coming this fall to Fox. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say that one, but, I, but I do. But, but I, but I like. I do want you to guess, like, if there would be, like, obviously we moved the, uh, or then if I moved the, the field goal back, which or the um, extra point, extra point, yeah, yeah which has which, hurt Stephen Houseker incredibly, yeah, and it hurt. I mean, Bill Belichick and the Patriots were the team that brought that to the table last year, mm-hmm. right? And it hurt if we remember. Uh, when Steve Guskowski missed in the AFC Championship game, it's it's one of the reasons, other than they couldn't block Von Miller and Demarcus Ware. Yeah. The Patriots in the AFC Championship game lost to the Broncos. Yep. I mean, it came full circle, and it makes the game that much more interesting. It I does. Think so many people said at the time, oh, "This is stupid. Why would you do that? It messes with tradition." In the end, I, I don't think anyone is that upset about it. No, I anymore. think that worked out great because the tradition was everyone just kicks the extra point and makes it 99.9% of the time. This is what it was. And yeah. why even do it at that point? I love the fact that the Steelers oftentimes say, screw kicking the extra point, like and they, and they go for two. That cost them a couple weeks ago as it well. Did. Yeah. Because they, they decided to go all in early. Yep. And then at the end, you know, you're now chasing Right. You're trying to get back to even. In the fourth quarter. Right. And... Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, I love the AFL, man. I, I mean, I did. I started doing games for the. I, I was the voice starting in 03 of the Arena Football League's franchise in Vegas. No way. The Las Vegas Gladiators. Nice. And so I would fly to Vegas eight times in the span of like 16 weeks. And the other eight games were on the road. So Phoenix or, or San Jose or Austin. Or awesome. There was a team on Long Island. There was a team in Grand Rapids. That was brutal. Um, <laughs> there was a team in Nashville. Yeah. It was a blast. Yeah, it was a great it was gig. A how'd you how'd you fall into that? So I decided. So I did play by play in college at Syracuse. Yeah, yeah let's go all the way back. Actually, okay. I want to know because you you're one of the best at what you do. Thank it's you. this very is good. a very big treat to have you here. So thank you for making time. My pleasure. You uh, not only being so knowledgeable and like personable with what you do, which I feel like is key, especially for dudes. Like you feel like you can talk with you like this, and you're not talking down to or like you know oh, people me- think i talk down to them sometimes <laughs> nah, but that's because they're stupid and trump supporters and so you know, look, uh and um but you also have a great radio voice so i and play by play is what i want to do for forever like i used to mute the tv and do that to like m's games and sonic's games yeah and, you know collabro is like an idol to me so i want to know like when you yeah, first that's, that, that's what i was going awesome. that's what i was going to usc to do i wanted yeah. to be a broadcast journalist i think every so, yeah. young i feel like it's consistent with any young prepubescent male who's obsessed with sports sure, right absolutely. had that so totally. wh- when did that you grew up in Virginia I did outside DC and so what where were your influences where did you play like what first got you on the path of like sure. oh man I, so I, I played baseball as a kid like every short Jewish uh, <laughs> five foot six and a half kid I was a second baseman and a right fielder nice um, were you good uh, it was immediate I was a good glove I couldn't hit yeah. at all mm-hmm. um, 
and uh, wanted to play baseball, never really went very far with it. And I used to, back in the days of AM radios, before Sunday Ticket, before MLB Extra Innings, uh, we had the Oriole games on, and we would get like the Braves games on TBS. We didn't get GM yeah. on our cable package. We yep. had TBS, so I'd just watch those games. Who were those announcers, by the way? I was obsessed with them. So uh, back for the Orioles, uh, John Miller was doing the Orioles That's back right, then, yeah. And, oh, but the TBS guys on the Bra- for the Braves. The TBS guys were like... Uh, 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 Skip Carey, wow. Chip's dad, Skip yes, Carey, Pete dude. Van Weeren. Yeah, um, they were unbelievable. And they, and uh, that's why that's one of the reasons why you have a lot of Braves fans all over the country exactly. is because they were the only team that had games on national. Oh, that was so many Cubs fans are in Phoenix because yeah, that's WGN all they was GM on oh, cable. Shit. And they mm-hmm. they yeah. watched the Cubs, so I grew up with that. So my father's from Cleveland. Gotcha. So we were raised. My brother and I were raised huge Indians and Browns fans. But do you ever get mad at your dad for that? Uh, it's child <laughs> abuse in many states, <laughs> and we we but we we didn't have that. We had the Orioles there, no Nats, yes. and we had the Redskins who were back in their glory days in the eighties, going to the Super Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. So we would go to those games, but we were diehard Indians and Browns fans. So every night during the summer, I would go to sleep listening to baseball games. Amazing, and it was John Miller doing the Orioles on local radio uh, out of Baltimore. But I had mapped out. Every single AM station on the East Coast. So I could listen to uh, the Red Sox who were on the big stick. There was WTIC 1080 out of Hartford. I could listen to the wow. I listen to them. I could listen to the Yankees on uh, 660 or the Mets on 770 or the Cubs on GN or the White Sox on 1000. Or I could listen to the Reds or the Indians then and still are on 1100. Then it was 3WE. Whoa. Um, now WTAM. And I, I mapped out on the AM dial and I would sit in my room and I would listen to every baseball game. And I would just go wow. up and down. You were the MLB package before the MLB package. On radio. Yeah. And uh, that's what I wanted to do. Um, but I was, some people might find the shocking, others may not. I, I was a pretty shy kid. Yeah. I, I was not, mm-hmm. like the idea of speaking in front of a group of people. Terrifying. Beyond terrifying. Yeah. And even to this day, I don't like addressing, like, hey, come MC this event. Okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to do it. Yeah. But I am far more comfortable on TV or on radio than I ever am in front of like... Well, it's another thing no when you kidding. can see the faces. Exactly. Yeah. I don't... Be honest, I yeah. don't know how you guys do what you do. <laughs> no, and, I, and I mean we're this super because... Here. No, we're the greatest people know. of all time. Huge, <laughs> huge dicks. here's why. Huge you, cocks. You, Just <laughs> massive. No. That's, the only, that's, the only, that's the only way you can do it. <laughs> the only way that they... Because if all this is the joke bombs, you just drop your trial. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but and you go, well, you, this is impressive, right? <laughs> you guys get immediate rejection or immediate reaction. Yeah. I... That's what's I exciting about that. it. It's exciting, but like, I, you come I accustomed to the. Hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, well, look, it was. It. I mean, it took time to even get the thick skin to go to sit in the silence and go, "Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this, or let me do this because this will." I mean, and just trusting that you can get out of it, you know, mm-hmm. right? Which, which I'm sure, you know, if you MC a few more events, I'm sure you'll get that. And I, I think I'm more comfortable. But even I did radio for years, like yeah. as, as a talk show host, and. When you're working with producers on the other side of the glass that aren't paying attention because they have their jobs to do. Yeah, sure. I'm not trying to say that they need to sit there like puppy dogs nodding yep. and <laughs> all the time and whacking <laughs> their tail. Well, it would be nice. But, <laughs> but even like you, I've worked with guys in radio who give you no reaction, Ugh. even if they're not doing like even if they're and you're like. Come on, man! I got to like help me out with the audience yeah, here because yeah. that's the only audience you have. Dude, you need right. one in any sort of media. Some, you some need gauge. one. You need a reaction. Yeah, right. Some kind. Like I can't imagine doing this if we like uh, when he first asked me to do this podcast. I was like, oh, well, that sounds entertaining because if we don't have guests, 
there's like we we are each other's audience when right. it's just him and I. Yeah, you have to have something, right? Like, yeah, I mean, just, where do you get that in doing um, the NFL Network stuff? I, I, you, I mean, you always work with people. Yeah, like you've worked with uh, you worked there for a long time, and, and you have your producers, your yeah. research people. Um, so you always get some kind of reaction. Okay. Uh, not that you always need to be patted on the back. No, I don't want anyone to. You guys know what you. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's it's just a, a good gauge. You can't be in a vacuum. Yeah, yes, is what I'm yes. saying. It's just so, a good gauge to go like, okay, that was funny. Oh, I just said something weird. I'm on the right uh, path. Yeah, right. I don't need a cookie. Yeah, but so anyway, going back, I, I would have never imagined I would ever do this, and I was eventually. I wanted to be a writer. I thought maybe that's a way into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching the All Star Game, baseball All Star Game at Wrigley in the late '80s, early yeah. '90s, whatever year that was. Okay. I think Julio Franco might have been MVP that night. Nice. <laughs> I imitated that batting stance every chance so did I, I had. I was an Indians fan. I loved it, and uh, I remember watching on Sports Center the pregame scrum before BP or during BP, and I remember seeing on the field Cal Ripken and Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs, and Don Mattingly, and Roger Clemens, and all these greats, and Kirby Puckett. Fuck. And I went, I, 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 I want to be there. Yeah. And I, I want to be, so, I, so I'm going to be a writer. And so I wrote for the school newspaper, and I was going to, and I, and I got, so I got, to, got into Newhouse at Syracuse. This well, you week. would cover, the school newspaper, you would cover sports? Like yeah. Nice? Yeah. Sports. Mm-hmm. So I covered our basketball team. Were they Grant, good? Grant Hill was on our basketball team. What? So we had a good basketball. <laughs> Great. I bought those feelers. Wow. Yeah. Everybody gave me shit. Wow. Uh, the feelers. Coming to the, coming to the game show network next <laughs> yeah. year, yeah. I bought those feelers. <laughs> Hosted by Grant Hill. Yeah. Coincidentally. <laughs> and, and Dougie Fresh, I believe, wore feelers. <laughs> there he is. What was that like watching him play, first of all? He was good. He was good. He so he was a big. I mean, he he played. Yeah, he was a big. His first three years. Oh my six, god. Eight. And then like our our high school games would have Coach K and John Thompson. And oh, all the these scouts. Guys. Mm-hmm. So you would you would write like what were you covering? I mean, you must have just a um, open. So full disclosure, to, I didn't cover the team until my junior year. He he right. left my sophomore year. Okay, okay. We had a great team with an all American named Joey Beard. After that, who also went to Duke, but then right. flamed out. Ended up at BU in Boston. Did you have free reign to kind of like cover what you wanted sure. and, and write about what you wanted? write about well i mean we were 15 what was there to write about they won yeah <laughs> like here's a here's a here's a quote from the coach right but, uh just to watch him play gotcha fantastic but then his senior year at he signed with duke before his senior year if my memory is correct and then he they announced well grant's gonna play point now and you're like why is a six eight guy playing point like why is coach k running our team yeah and then you see oh wow he yeah he's a guard okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. wow dude. well because also he's six eight and with you guys uh, in Virginia, that's the tallest kid in the league. Yeah. Six, six eight when you're going to Duke is like, yeah, you're a point guard. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you're not, you're not a center. Turned out he was pretty good at, at being a guard. <laughs> what was the best thing about writing for the paper that you felt like you could take to the next oh, step in man. your... I, 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 I just, it was just, a, it was a cool thing to do you're, to keep you in the, in the I, path. I, I was, yeah, learning, I was learning to yeah. write and learning to talk to other humans. I mean, I, yeah. I was seriously, I was a shy Pretty shy kid. So like, hey, coach, I was better around know? adults than around kids. Yeah. Yeah. Than around my own peers. Okay. So, wow. so yeah. did that make it a little easier to talk to the coaches then when you were Yeah, I guess. Saying, I, like, I honestly, I don't even remember. All, all I know is that I decided <laughs> oh. I was going to be a writer. Mm-hmm. And I went to Syracuse. And then I got in. We have a student radio station there called WAER, which is um, in Newhouse. It's, it's owned by the school, but it's run by, by students. Um, but it's not your typical student wacky FM mm-hmm. radio. Yeah, it's NPR. Oh shit! Mm, but okay. f- 
it it for years was and still is the station where the students did the play by play. So Costas did his games there. Marv did his games there. Dick Stockton did his games oh there. Rico did his games there. And it's much like rushing a fraternity. They only let X number of people in every year. And then once you get in, then you're doing sports at 15 and 45 past the hour. You're doing that. Yep. And then you mm-hmm. eventually work your way up to doing games. So I got on the air as a freshman. Somehow, Amazing. And I decided I'm going to focus on this instead of um, instead of writing. And then I, I don't know how I got here. That's how I got here. <laughs> Holy shit. There's some other stops I mean, along the way. But... Were you covering Jim Boeheim? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, it was, we had great teams. I mean, my senior year was 96. I'm old. And uh, we, we went to the final And somehow you year. look younger than we do. Yeah. So how well old done. are you guys? What? 34, 32. I'm 42. <laughs> yeah, old you. Old dirt, man. Yeah, and have cleaner skin than both Brad and I. So, I, so well done, sir. I wear it's, makeup every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's that blue apron yeah. cooking. Uh, I am. Summon the sauce. Promo code <laughs> ALN for your soft skin as well. Jeez. Use promo code ALN to have, to have Siciliano-type soft skin. When you're closer to 50 <laughs> than to 30. Yeah, everybody. Wait, so then, okay, so then, then you at some point you go, all right, now you get your chops in the broadcasting mm-hmm. world and you're like, I feel ready enough to... At that point, you go like, I'm going to New York. I'm going to L.A. I have two options I or what? I just wanted a job, man. I, I did. So I did radio, but I stayed up there during the summers at Syracuse and rather than going home. And I, I worked at the quote-unquote professional radio stations gotcha. in Syracuse doing news. and sport. like I, I covered City Hall, uh, other crap during the summer. I covered mm-hmm. fires and cats Jesus. and trees and all that. Um, and uh, I did some minor league baseball yeah. play-by-play, and I, I just I, I never ever wanted to do TV. I did no TV internships, no TV anything. I was radio. I, the thought of being in front of a camera mortified me. Yeah. And uh, I got a radio job out of school. Luckily, uh, at WMAQ Radio in Chicago, which was a CBS All News Ono. Yeah. And I did the sports at 15 and 45 thing. I was 21. I was the youngest guy in the market. And it scared, you know what. But moved to Chicago at 21, which, I mean, is amazing. It's like, Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah that's it's, a fantastic city. It, it's to, to spend 21 to 25 in Chicago. Um, yeah, you, you got every venereal disease you could possibly have. <laughs> what you're trying to say. And, and a couple Jaeger bombs later, hello, HPV. I, 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 uh, yeah, Jaeger was a big part of yeah. Chicago. But, I mean, but being in a city, too, where... That's not coffee. That's straight penicillin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now. <laughs> Blue Apron penicillin. I drink, I drink like nine cups of this a day. Me too, yeah. dude. Uh, but being in a city, too, at that time, where the sports are such a big part yeah. of the culture, right? That's... Chicago's an awesome town. I never thought I would leave, and I, I, I would go back there. Not that I want to leave L.A., but Chicago is one of those towns where you gotta, you just got to experience it once, and, and to experience it as a young person, kind of yeah. learning to live your life on your own and, yeah. and meet new friends. and it, It's amazing. And the sports were great, too, at the time because we had... Um, oh, that's George Bowles? The last two, Title V and Title VI, okay. I got to cover as a radio, as a young radio reporter. Whoa. So there I got you to go. cover those. Did you think my Sonics had an actual chance? I wasn't there for the... Oh, you said like, no, the six? T- title... No, six was against Utah. Utah. Oh, five yeah, was Seattle. 96. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Were they both Utah? I don't remember. Utah was... Utah was... Um, Utah was 96. Seven eighty eight, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. It was They're Seattle, both. then Utah, Utah. Yeah, Utah, Utah. Because we traded Kemp to Cleveland and right. Vin Baker, which we all know how that worked out. Yeah, Vin. 
Uh, played the piano well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, he actually played the in-game keyboard. Yeah. God, God bless him. Do you have a favorite sports city that you've been to? That I mean, obviously, I like Chicago. Yeah, I yeah. really do like. It's Chicago. a. It, uh, it's been described to me as being a, a large town with a small town feel. So I moved there to answer. To, I mean, to, to build off that, mm-hmm. and I moved to Wrigleyville, and <sighs> it was amazing how. You like you. I was there a month, and you'd walk down the street, and you knew your neighbors already because everyone takes public transportation to get down town to go to work. You 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 have corner bars and corner coffee shops. Not that LA doesn't have that. We do, yeah. Especially where you guys are, yeah. But uh, it had that great sense of community. Yeah, it's as you said, it's it's the biggest small town. Absolutely. So, you think sports are a big part of that that bring people together like that, it, especially yeah. in that neighborhood. You so. know, I I had a I was on my way to uh, Pennsylvania to do shows, and I had a layover in Chicago, two hour layover, and it was on Game Seven uh, of mm-hmm. the World Series this past year. And the whole time in my head, I'm like, God, I should cancel. I'm going a day earlier to do press. I was like, What are the odds my layovers in Chicago during Game Seven? Like, I land, it's the fifth inning. What'd you do? And while well, I look up, and the whole time I'm like, I should cancel my flight and not go. And then I look up at the screen. It says flight canceled. So I get a hotel. Oh, wow. I go to my buddy's place in Regularville. Awesome. And dude. I mean, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, I stayed up all night. Um, the high fives and hugs I gave to every different type, color, size of person was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I've, I've never seen, like, the country so unified. And I was like, oh, this is because of sports. And it was yeah. unfucking real it, it, It's what's great about sports, and it's why we all come back. It's yeah. why... Sure. Because it, it, you, you're looking for that euphoria, whether yep, you're yeah. rooting for the team or not. I, it was really the, the World Series is awful for me because I, I am a diehard Indian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I uh, and I have all kinds of family in Cleveland. I flew in for Game One of the ALCS. I flew in for Game One of the series. I flew in for Game Six of the series. Oh, because you thought brought, that was it. Flew in my parents as well. I, all I wanted to see was my father be there. Oh, my dad from Cleveland. My dad was nine in '54 when Vic Wirtz had that. You know, was robbed by Willie Mays. Yeah. So I flew my old man, and I wanted him to be there. Uh, they lost, and I had a bad feeling about Game Seven, and I just went home. He didn't want to stay either; he was exhausted yeah. from, the, from the up and back. So, but what killed me is I, I spent so many good years in Chicago, and I lived in Wrigleyville, and in '98, oh, yeah. '98, yeah. when I wasn't covering Sosa, mm-hmm. right? I, I was my buddy Chris Busen lived at 10:32 uh, Waveland. The, the brown building in left field, we see the, saw the guys, you know, Holy the fishes. Crap. And, so, yeah. and he had that second floor apartment. I'd be sitting in the window in 98. Oh, my no God. Shit. Yeah, and so, I, I mean, I... Watching Sammy Sosa. Right, and don't get me, like, to be a part of that. Like, I get it. Like, I so badly want the Cubs to win, and I hated the Cubs in October. Like, I wanted... I, I cannot oh, tell you God. how bad I hated the Cubs, because it's the Indians. Yeah, yes. And like, I remember, I, I, I do a thing here in KNX on the radio for football on Thursday mornings, and, and Game 7 was a Wednesday. Yeah. And so on Thursday morning, I come on, and they, all right, isn't it so great the Cubs won? I said, no, I hate the Cubs. I wanted them to lose. <laughs> what do you mean? It's a great thing. <laughs> no, I'm rooting for the other team. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's a great thing. Yeah, the Indians haven't won since 48 either. Yeah. Right. You that forgot that. That would have been that. cool. Yeah. But America got behind the Cubs, and I hated that it became... Like the Red Sox in 02 or whatever. Right, right, right. Where the entire right. country just wants the streak to right. end, but your people are like, in any There's other... another streak. Right. Any other, one. any other opponent, the entire nation would be tribe. Right. But yeah. I get it. Right. Because I lived through it, and I am happy for Cubs fans, and I was so happy for it. Yet at the same time, I just wanted my yeah. streak to end. I think too. the Indians are going to get back like there, um, and if they match up again, I think would take it. Hope so. I mean, I thought Let's Kibbis... Out. It, so... Kipnis in the bottom of the ninth inning after they tied the game. Yeah. Kipnis off the bat on TV looked like he hit it out. 
But if you ask people in the building, mm-hmm. so I'll know it was a foul ball the whole way. But on TV, if you go back and look at that Kipnis ball in the ninth inning, off the bat, like I jumped off my couch yeah. and yelled, we won. Yeah. Like literally, I jumped oh. off my couch. I had champagne on ice. I, oh, I don't my. own a champagne bucket. I went out and bought one. <laughs> Wednesday on my way home from work, I went home. I, went, I, I stopped at Cost Plus World Market. <laughs> Quick shout out. Yeah, and bought that $15 champagne bucket. Fuck. Using promo code ALA. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's why I got it. Yeah. yeah anyway. no, normally $20. Um, <laughs> okay, so. I talk uh, too much. You guys talk more. No, no. no. It's fine. We, we, you're, well, you're, you're our guest because. And. Uh, and First of all, I watch you every Sunday when, when, you. when you're doing the Red Zone. Uh, there was a time when I was in San Francisco when my building forced me to have uh, Comcast and I had to watch Evil Scott Hansen. Uh, <laughs> He's do, a friend. Do the exact same job. But uh, we, all, we all know Andrew Siliano is top. You're, and, you're and, and if you have the option, you must have DirecTV. So therefore, you can see Andrew, Andrew Siliano do uh, the NFL Red Zone, which is the concept of the Red Zone channel. I think has between the red zone channel mixed with fantasy football. Yeah. That has made football the number one sport in America. I I think I I don't we're I I don't want to take credit for. It. Football stands mm-hmm. on its own. I think the way it has grown and fantasy football has grown and the yeah. way that collectively America's attention span has shortened. Yeah. I think it's a perfect storm. I don't, we didn't create America's Attention mm-hmm. deficit, but I, I don't think we helped it. Well, we kind of did with YouTube and well, and you're saying you, you like I say you we like like the what oh the red zone oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. we but I I think we're certainly helped by it. Fuck yeah, sure. And because I mean, uh, and especially as a guy who's always traveling, I, I I can't tell you how many times I'd be, I'd be on the road like all right, it's football Sunday, and the only game I can watch is Cleveland against Tennessee. Not too, not too happy about it. Not too thrilled. But now I have my Red Zone channel with me on my iPad at all times, and it 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 saves the football season for it's, me. It's uh, it's wonderful. Were you pumped with that job? Came? I mean, was that something that you, they just came to you I, and was like? I had no. We had, none of us had any idea that it would be like this because you didn't know what it was. We had no idea what it was. This the, was unprecedented. It. The story is so. Was, we just finished our twelfth year. So was it oh five? I guess, and they. Eric Shanks and David Hill. David Hill, legendary sports television pioneer, the man who brought the NFL to Fox, the man that put the wow. blue dot on the puck. I mean, leg- on the puck. legendary. Yep. Um, he's the one who came up with the knuckle puck in Mighty Ducks 3. He did. <laughs> he's, he's, he's done it all. Legendary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At the time, Fox owned DirecTV. Okay. And so so David and Eric Shanks, who's now president of Fox Sports, they, they were you know going back and forth between both. And I was doing... Uh, I had done like four or five shows, I think all of which have been canceled at FSN, but we're currently doing the ultimate fantasy football show, which at the time was the only fantasy football show. It was the first and the only fantasy football show on TV with Mm -hmm. Eric Kramer and Warren Moon and Patrick O'Neill. And uh, Shanks called me up and said, hey, we we got this thing coming. I want to talk to you about something. So I go into his office at DirecTV and he said, listen, we did this in Italy with Serie A soccer. And we just bounced around. I think their game day is Saturday. We bounced Mm -hmm. around. But we did it differently. What we did is we had, because soccer, a lot of soccer games are called by guys in the studio. Right. So we had yeah. a big room, and like um, Fabrizio was calling the Lazio game, and Enrico was calling the AC Roma game, and they would just like bounce back. Like they would stand up and like, let's toss over to Fabrizio over there, and he's got that, and they would do it that way. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, so we want to do this all on one channel. What do you think? 
and uh, David knows you're coming in, and and uh, we think you'd be perfect for it. You're you have a radio background, and it's quick. We think it'd be good. And my first reaction was obviously yes, I need to take this job. My second reaction was, well, hell, I I'm like everyone else. I sit with all my friends on the couch watching Sunday Ticket. Like we have our group of ten dudes, and we mm-hmm. drink beer and get angry. And I'm I'm gonna tell me I can't do that anymore. That was my first reaction. But yeah. at the same time, this is cool, but we had no idea it was going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And our first year, CBS hadn't signed up yet or hadn't signed off on it for that year. So our first year, we couldn't even show CBS games live. We could only show Fox games live. Oh, which, shit. depending on how the games laid out that day, you, you might be really handcuffed. You might only have like three games you could go sure, to. Sure. Especially in the late hours. Exactly. You, you might only have two. Right. We could show the highlights when the game ended, but we couldn't show the game live. Can so, you show, could, could you show the CBS highlights sort of as they're happening? Mm-hmm. No. no. Oh, wow. So, we couldn't. so only when the game ended. Yeah. So Damn. our first year was a challenge. Yeah. yeah because, the, I mean, I feel like it not that it becomes easier, but it's more exciting and more when you can cut to more stuff all the time, right? If it's just three options, it's like well, you might sit on one for a while. Like when we grew up watching games as, as kids... You know, they would go to the studio and Brett Musburger would show you one highlight and then tell you about the other ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On full screens. Wow. Well, you want to see what's going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've now evolved to the if you miss the touchdown live by 10 seconds, people want to murder you. <laughs> oh shit! I, I, I'm exaggerating. But you get my point. Uh, yeah, like, I, well, I, we, you've you've retweeted some things <laughs> sure. that people send you that are just like That's, that are just hilarious. Uh, live, if it's not live, it sucks. Yeah, and but that's the attitude that we have too. We want it to be live. I don't want to miss it. And when you're and when you're there, let, let, let's say you're doing the early games, and sometimes there's eight games going on at once. Uh, how is it working? Is, is it you and a producer? Do you have spotters that are literally just watching TV? Is it like going? Minority Report where you're like yeah. shoving the TVs, like you know, like it, picking it, one, swiping it in? You're both right. It's yeah. kind of kind of like that. We have so Directv built this beautiful studio, and we have these massive monitors. It's a wall of monitors, and I I'm pacing kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and screaming at the TVs. All the games are numbered. So let's say the Browns play the Bills. To you, it's the Browns game. To you, it's the Bills game. To me, it's the game in Orchard Park. So that's game one. Yeah. So okay. everyone's got to go. That's one. That's You have to speak in numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do have a couple of spotters out there, guys who are great, been with us for a bunch of years, who have every roster. So if I look up and who the hell's 25 for the Dolphins, for example, they have the roster. They can tell me. And then we have a guy in the computer who is – plugged into the the NFL stat machine that's coming down real time. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we're cutting to Minnesota because Adrian Peterson just ran 75 yards down to the five, I see that he's running down there. I see that he just got tackled. I say we're leaving Pittsburgh. We're going there because Adrian Peterson, but he's on the computer and knows, can see immediately at 75 yards and can go 7-5. And so I could see that and get the dis- the right stats. Holy to shit. Um Unbelievable, but yeah, I have one producer in my ear, a guy named Bill Wagner, who's done it for like the last five six years. Um, James Crittenden did it before. Now James has moved up in the world to a big office, but we—he's uh, the only one allowed to talk to me in my ear, pretty much. Okay, and yeah, because so, it can probably get pretty cluttered. Explode, yeah. But what we do is sometimes I call it out, sometimes he calls it out. Mm. Like I may say, because my mic is off when we're on a game. Four, we got to go to four. Look at four. Yeah, and. But because I'm not looking at 10, he may go, no, 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 10. Like, they, you know, Antonio Brown just got tripped up on the three. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Gotcha. 
Or sometimes it's... And you're like, yeah, but John Ryan just made another goofy right, face right, when right. he punted the ball right, and exactly. broke his nose at the same time. Sometimes, like, no, split 310. Split 310. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or sometimes he's going, okay, we're going to three in three, two, no, five. <laughs> oh, Seriously, my like God. That. And then it's I like a, It's like a kid with Tourette's playing roulette. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and... That's it's, incredible. It's like that. And sometimes, mm-hmm. let's say we have two games on, three and five, let's call it. And I see that seven... Seven just Carson Palmer just got picked by Richard Sherman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's down on the twelve. Yep. Quick, cut to Adam Ray jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But in the control room, yeah, they may or may not see it because they're. I mean, they're juggling grenades in there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we got a guy that's listening to the backhaul from all the trucks at all the stadiums, knowing that they're sitting on a break on the kickoff. So when they kick off. We're not actually going to see the first play from scrimmage. They're doubling up on a timeout, so we can't go to that one on first down because they're going to go to a break as soon as we get there, and it's oh, not worth it. Oh, my God. And so I may say, and so they may be listening to a truck or, or, or lining up a highlight, and I may have to say, because my mic is on and I'm calling both games, that Richard Sherman just picked off Carson Palmer, and the Seahawks are on the 12, basically alerting the control room on air can we bring in that one too? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Or sometimes yeah. I'm calling the two That's and amazing. I don't see Richard Sherman pick off Carson Palmer and Bill gets in my ear and says, we're bringing in seven Palmer picked off Sherman 12 yard line first down adding seven in three, two, one. And then we bring in game seven. And now we got three games. Can you run for president? I feel like <laughs> you could handle so much at one time. I, I don't that, know. I mean, we have a well-oiled machine with a lot of people I'd say working so. together for a long time. Here's what I say. When they do like those NFL experiences in the city that the Super Bowl is in, mm-hmm. and they have the kids that like run the tires or they tackle <laughs> a dummy or something, they, you should be able to experience that. For 10 That's a minutes. Great idea. As to, a fan. Wait, to be that person? To try to host the Red Zone channel. To be Andrew Siciliano? Yeah. To be Andrew Siciliano. Yeah. Not Scott Hansen. You're way better. Uh, <laughs> Scott does a good job. <laughs> Come on now. But uh, to, to, to be you, because I think everyone who gets mad at you for showing a punt or for missing a, 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 for missing a touchdown or whatever, their head would explode. Yeah. In in within five minutes. Well, sometimes there's just nothing to show. Oh, sometimes there's so, all commercials. What do you do then? How do you fill the air? You you show fantasy high fantasy stats, or you show a highlight from earlier, or or like you I mean, we have sponsored elements too. I mean, like there's stuff we got to get in. Yeah. yeah, you know, like on any show. Um, <laughs> but sometimes, especially when there's only three games late, you'd be shocked at how often. There's nothing going on. You'd also be shocked at how slow three games feels yeah. after yeah. doing nine in the morning. Oh, I can like, only it's imagine. Cra- it's like the race car driver that's now got to go 35. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Has there been a day that you remember just in 12 years? By the way, that's incredible. Congratulations. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking hell of a run. It's amazing. I think Empty Nest only did seven seasons. So that's... <laughs> there you go. But the, you beat but, John Larry. Hold on, hold on. But what, what, what is, what's the cutoff in for, for syndication? for 100 episodes. 100 episodes? Yeah. So... That's yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. Uh, yeah, they're 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 not they're not showing a rerun of uh, 2008. No, NFL Network does that now. Really? Do uh, they really? So the Red Zone Channel? They do the hands. So I work for both. For those yeah, who don't okay. know, I work NFL Network during during the week. Yep. And then I work Direct TV on Sunday. NFL Network obviously has their. That's why I watch you on well, today on yep. cable. Yeah, exactly. With well, Scott Hansen does. Yeah. And again, as I said, does a good job. Not as good. And as Brad. And <laughs> they started this summer. Doing like random yeah. 
red zone Sundays from the week from last year. Dude, that's really? how good you are. It was no, it's they ran Scotts again, but oh, that's what. Fuck. But it's a great idea. Yes, yeah. it's a really good idea. Well, come on, think about it. Like, why do you think dudes will? You know, watch the same sports center five times in a row, or like every guy does this. Because you go to a game and you come and watch out on the couch. Man. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like you know when you're watching that late sports center and you're like, wait, wait hold on, well, hold on, didn't didn't you're mouthing along with the commentator? Didn't I see this Jeff Hornacek presser? <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, wait, like, like, yeah. like Butchergrass did the exact same highlight read. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've it's seen like, this. I've one. seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe I should watch Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. <laughs> how, you should always be watching that. How do you tweet during all this? Because great question. Because your because your Twitter still I'm, goes nuts. And I'm a raging narcissist who wants more followers. <laughs> <laughs> and and people should absolutely follow you at Andrew Siciliano Thank on you. Twitter because uh, like with between you and like maybe an Adam Schefter. You're getting all the news, all the NFL news. The de- Adam's breaking stories. Adam's right. Adam's amazing. Mm-hmm. He he's the one that is is getting a source to tell him that this guy broke his leg and he's done. Right. What I'm doing is I, I'm watching the games, and a lot of times, you know, no one's watching the the Jets and the Jaguars mm-hmm. because they're watching whatever the big game is or whatever we're showing. But I see that that Geno Smith's warming up, so I mean, I'll throw that in. I do it as much to alert people hey stick with us we're about to show you something right as i do anything i i also like people ask me that all the time you have a microphone why would you need to tweet like why like especially during the show but i'm mildly obsessed are you are you are you personally tweeting from your I phone am. no okay, i have, so my, I, have not... my, I turn my phone off oh okay. i can only take so much yeah. stimuli i also, turn put... my phone off during the show i have my laptop open much like this one with yeah the, with the white apple on the back. Yep. And I have TweetDeck open, and I have like a, an entire feed of like NFL PR directors, what they're tweeting so I can see injuries and things like that. And then I have the other wow. can't, they have the other one where people say, I can't believe you're showing me the Jets game. You must have branded Marshall. Get off this bleepity. Like, <laughs> like you, or you gambled on this game or something like, yeah. stop. Why is this game on? What's yeah. the craziest heckle or tweet at or just, I mean, and also do you feed into it? Like, you know, we get, I just went through this last weekend on, I did some Facebook or Instagram Q&A for some comedy magazine and like spent, a good like twenty percent of the time responding to haters in the Q and A, and I was like, I wonder how like guys like you and your like do you feed into it or do you not have time for it? I, I admittedly fall for the bait sometimes. Mm-hmm. The the ones I'm trying to think of a good one this year. I know Ryder Cup. Oh shit, Ryder R- Cup. Whatever that yeah. Sunday was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I like golf. Sure. I don't like it that much. Mm-hmm. Like the Ryder Cup to me is a great event. Yeah, it's yeah. sports and and USA go against England. USA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They're also wearing funny shirts. So like, sure, like, so they can all have a quote unquote uniform. Right. But yeah. This looks silly. Anyway, um, I see on my feed, and I see because I think someone has it on in our studio that we, I'll say we, we're Americans. We won the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I said, let's. Uh, meantime, let's go to uh, I don't know L A. Jared Goff now in or is. It wasn't Jared Goff <laughs> Case at the time. Keenum. Whatever, Case yeah. Keenum. And uh, by the way, if you're wondering, we just won the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Great. The anger <laughs> that I got, <laughs> like every curse word in the, like my, you know, you know when your 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 Twitter feed is go, like if you did a search, yeah. Um, Trump owned by the Russians right now. I'm sure right. you get a gazillion yeah. tweets. Right. Yeah. So fast you can't even read them. Yeah. I couldn't even read them because <laughs> people were so, you ass. 
Like I'm recording it. Oh, everyone, because everyone is watching football. Right. So people were furious because they were taping oh, the Ryder Cup. Oh my god! Because it's their Sunday ritual. They're right. with us on Sundays. Right. Football's their religion on Sundays. Right. But they were gonna watch the Ryder Cup later. Who the hell watches <laughs> taped golf? <laughs> Right, tape sports I, in general. True authentic tape assholes. sports in general. Yeah, yeah. at this day and golf. age, tape yeah. golf. Yeah, like taped golf. <laughs> you should have taken that chance to also like ruin like oh, the next Star Wars movie. I like, came <laughs> on like ten minutes later. Like seriously, like you guys are upset about oh, good taped for you. golf. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. that's when they got really. That's am- this year. that's amazing. And here you are thinking that you're just providing a, a, a cool. Service like, hey, by the way, you, you're watching football. You might want to also know uh, USA Go. Right, we we're all the sports Cup. fans, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm reporting the news. Yeah, it's it's sports, and and you're a sports journalist. Yes. So that's your job. Yes. I can't I can't handle when people. I was on a plane and the Seahawks. It was the end of a Seahawks game. Like, three, are you good for about another fifteen minutes? Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Okay. I, I got one of these like notification watches, like oh, my Garmin thing, and it blows up, and I some, I forgot to turn. How it is it? I love it. I'm a improved I, life. I hike all the time, and this is great. It's a GPS thing, but it's we also get it. Like you look the younger Apple than us. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's sometimes you want to turn the notification off because like yeah, yeah it's yeah. constant. Yeah, you're like, getting a lot of like again with the Ryder Cup. <laughs> no, this is uh, like Syracuse Gmail. Like come watch the game kind of thing. Whatever. Nice. What kind of watch does Scott Hansen have? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Brad has a blow-up doll. Scott Hansen in his room. He's wanting to see if he can get it signed. But I was on the plane, and the woman, it was all Seahawks fans. It was like an Alaska Airline flight. Like, I mean, it's a, it was sponsored. Like, right. you wear a Russell Wilson jersey, you get to like... It's actually his picture on the tailway. On yeah. The tailway, right? If you wear yeah. a Russell Wilson jersey, I think you can board before first class and like people in, who serve in the military. <laughs> they it's let like, you fly the plane. <laughs> so, get up there. Oh, uh, So we're on the plane, and we're all watching and cheering. Like, um, 80% of the plane, and there's a woman in front of us. She turns around, and she goes, can you guys like turn it down like I have it taped at home and I go lady I go that's the craziest shit I've ever heard I go turn around or come sit back here with us and enjoy it those are some of the great moments by the way when you're on a plane in the pilot like before the TVs when we yeah yeah. uh, update fifth inning for those who want to know those are great and the whole plane cheers and bonds together and the pilot comes back and starts high five and you're like who's flying the plane he's like oh shit (laughs) Uh, do are you um, uh, heavily uh, invested in this weekend's games this is going to go up uh, on Thursday Right. Mm-hmm. So before the game. So sure. so we have um, so let's preview some games. We have yes. uh, on Saturday. We have uh, some team called the Seahawks from some city. Right. Uh, against the Atlanta Falcons at Atlanta. I I, I think this the Seahawks are kind of in trouble. Oh. Now man. here now I'll, I'll say this. They're going to run the ball and they're going to run the ball well. It, it, we are. Yeah, you guys are. Because of what? Now, do you think, because some people are making the argument like, oh, the offensive line came together or the Lions defense was that bad. The, li- the, the Lions have major defensive issues. Okay. I, I do think, though, they will be dedica- dedicated to the run, and I do think they will run well. That said, I I have concerns about slowing down an offense that at home scores 30 points a game. Without Earl Thomas? Without Earl Thomas. That they, People they bring that up a lot, and I think with good reason. right? A game. Earl Thomas did get the pick. With five to go, yeah. week six, yeah. to set up the Hauschka field goal to give you guys the lead yeah. before Richard Sherman tackled Julio Jones and okay. got away well, with it. All right. <laughs> Our guest has been Andrew Cecilia <laughs> coming by. Uh, no, yeah, if was, this game was in Seattle, would you pick this? Would, if the CX had not yeah. blown it against the Cardinals, and but by the way, I think uh, the way it went down is will benefit us because I think sometimes having that week off can hurt you. I think probably everyone's going to say, Adam, what are you talking about? Rest is probably always good in the NFL. But I think Paul Richardson and Rawls wouldn't have had the games they would have had. And that confidence going in, P. Rich now, 
I feel like thinks he's a superstar receiver, and we need him to play like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. With no Tyler Lockett. Those are good things. You're also um, three, four, and one on the road. Our guest one more time is Andy Siciliano. <laughs> oh, would it shock me if the Seahawks won? Absolutely not. They're yeah. a great team. Yeah. I, I don't think this team is as good as the two teams that ended up in the Super Bowl, but they don't have to be. I mean, they, right, they don't have to. And yeah. a lot of people say, too, like that Russ, it, it, so much of the offense falls on Russ now. Is that, of course it is. Yeah. yeah who, else, who else is going to fall on? I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, he's, I, he's everything, especially without Mark do you think? Vaughn. Do you think mm-hmm. he's been uh, hurt uh, in the leg still and not being able to scramble as much? I, f- I think so. I mean, uh, I, yeah, but I think he's as close to 100% as he will be. And yeah. at this point, nobody is healthy. Yeah, nobody. That's true, right? Uh, ex- except for Tom Brady. Speaking of Tom Brady, yes. Uh, wait, wait, real quick. So you yeah. think Falcons? Are, <laughs> I'm going to take the Falcons. If you had to pick, if I had to pick one, yeah. yeah. There you go. Sorry, um, that's okay. Do you want to make uh, some sort of bet over Friendly this? Friendly wager. Well, yeah. by by NFL mandate, I am not allowed to gamble on anything. But oh, great! I, I will bet you a, like a nice coffee, a nice and a, coffee, and a, and a cool handshake, and a cool in hand. public, a laurel and hearty handshake, and a nice coffee. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Houston at New England. That's a bye week for New England, right? Uh, so he, I, I think this game plays out where at the end, mm-hmm. New England wins and wins comfortably. I, I do think I do think the Texans hang with them for a little bit. There's so much familiarity. However, the last two times they've played, it's mm-hmm. been an aggregate of 54 to 6 for New England. Um, <laughs> Yikes. Week three, whatever it was, when Brady was lounging in, in Italy, mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett started that game. It was 27 to nothing. Okay. <laughs> See, these are the stats that, like, you know, this yeah. is why well, you do. They, they, like, just, they just, they whooped them. Yeah. And then there's the Letterman jacket thing a couple of years ago where they whooped them that night, too. Yeah. The Letterman jacket thing. Yeah. When, so. The Texans made up their own sort of high school yeah, like Letterman J. J. jackets, Watt, and they they showed up wearing like those those Letterman jackets, and they got their they got run, dude. Yeah. I feel like that's always hurt somebody. Like, look what the Giants did. Like, do you think that for sure everyone's going to argue like not a distraction? It was a week away for sure a distraction. Also, we, you party with the, Bieber. It was written media. in the Bible. You party right. with Bieber, you lose on Sunday. Thou shall not win. Thou shall not win. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe we at NFL Network this week put. Bieber's name on the screen, like on oh four different topic cards, but that—that's yeah, that's the story. That's the story. And, and as for that, by the way, no, did it? Did it? Is it the reason they lost? No, no not at no, all. Of course not. But he you, dropped balls because he dropped balls. You better damn mm-hmm. well believe that if you do lose, yeah, they are going to talk. That about it's going that. to be part of the conversation. Yeah, Hasselback. If you say that, we're going to get the ball and we're going to win, and you don't win. People are going to be like, hey, Hasselbeck, shut the fuck up from here on we out. We want the ball, yeah. and we're going to score. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't. Yeah. So we're probably, we're all taking New England in that game. Yeah. Uh, this are th- we taking New England? I, I'm taking New England. All the yeah. way. Uh, uh, New England will be in Houston. Wow. There you go. Who, who's beating New England in the AFC? I mean, I know, the Steelers, man. hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yes. yes. They, have a, they have a great offense. They, Absolutely. They, 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 don't, they don't have that... Typical Steeler defense, but they definitely have a great offense. Wouldn't you love to see the Steelers in Foxborough? I would love to see that. Oh, my God. Now, yeah. I, I don't know that the, the Steelers are going to win in Kansas City. Because, yeah, that's that's the next game. And that's, in my opinion, that's going to be the best game of the weekend. I think that's going to be a fantastic game. It's the one game I can't call. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, oh, I, I really? No, it's the one where I'm nah, No, why? Up. So, Kansas City has trouble stopping the run without Derek Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um. The Steelers and Le'Veon Bell will run right at him, as they did last week against the Dolphins. The The Chiefs have the corners. They have the pass rush. They have everything they need to do to stop the, the, the Steelers. The Chiefs do. At the same time, 
you know, Andy Reid's offense with Tyreek Hill has been far more dynamic the last month. And, yeah, and, that guy's fast. And they're at <laughs> home. Like mm-hmm. that that building still is hard to play in, and especially in the in the playoffs. But the Steelers are red hot. Yeah. So I I, it's, I have a hard time going against the Steelers, but. The Chiefs are the better team with the home field advantage, or at mm-hmm. least they're at home. Right? I don't know. Like I'm gonna, I could talk my way into any any. Wait, is the game at Kansas City? On? It's at, at Kansas, Kansas City. City. I'm at the yeah. Kansas City Improv this weekend. I should probably. I was gonna fly home on you Sunday. Should. I should probably totally. try to get a ticket and go. Shouldn't it's I? The early game Sunday. Yeah, you totally should go. absolutely. You go ever to been to game at Arrowhead? No, go. It it's oh, insane. Awesome. I really? Tailgate, eat, get so much barbecue. Gain Thirty pounds in the lot. Yeah, eat barbecue and go inside. How about, how about this for a bet? Seahawks win. You somehow get me a ticket. <laughs> Seahawks lose. I take you on a hot air balloon ride around the world. I will never get in a hot air balloon. Of, uh, hey, you didn't say with I, me. I, I yeah, have. Yeah, I've, like, I've done a lot of stupid things. I will never get in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Ever. Be, yeah. Because, Ever. Of, because of heights or because of you saw how the Wizard of Oz ended? Yes. No, I don't mind heights, but I don't like the looking over the ledge thing. In yeah. The- By the way, and knowing that your life is being held up by a fucking right. you're in a children's basket. party favor. Yeah, you're in a basket. Yeah. Okay. As with, long with, as we all with, know we're in a basket. With with like a, a raging inferno above you. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. All like, signs point to nothing. I have like, like, like the gates of hell above you. Yeah. And a and then wicker you basket down below and you. And you're in a wicker basket. Yeah. yeah. And also, the sounds of, of wind blowing aggressively past your eardrums can't be like a soothing, s- calming no, sound. No, like I, I've gone hiking where you're, you're like they're chains, right? And you're on ledges. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. don't look down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't look down. But you know, I control it. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, nature could always take over. Yeah. But yeah. this, you're like, no, no way. <laughs> All right. Well, no way. All right, but I should try to find a way to go. You I should do you anything should. in wow. your power Air- to go. Arrowhead. I can't believe I didn't put that together. Arrowhead's yeah. awesome. The whole time I've just been like, oh, I'm going to be in Kansas City when the game happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Go, okay, to well, go to the damn game. Hope I get peanuts in the flight home. Uh, and the and he's not lying about the tailgating. In, oh, really? Okay. The tailgating in Kansas City, they'll have, because they pride themselves on barbecue, they'll bring out homemade smokers that'll do anything better than anything we have here in well, Los Angeles. Well, I mean, Angeles. their barbecue in Kansas City yeah. is amazing to begin with. Yeah. And then you you, you give people, you know, eight hours to tailgate. Yeah. It's oh, holy shit. Yeah. Hammer it, City. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right. So you're, so that one you don't know. I'll, but if you I'll had take to. the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But I honestly don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last game, Green Bay at Dallas. Wow. No one is I hotter like, than the Packers. I like the Packers. Me too. Rodgers. Although I do think, if you look at Aaron's num- Rodgers' numbers last year without Jordy for the whole season, mm-hmm. it's an unfair comparison because they just had a bad you year. You put that up today. Huh? You put that up yeah, today yeah. in the show. It, it's... It, I think it's kind of unfair because they just had a bad year. And it wasn't all because of Jordy Nelson. There were so many other things going on there. Yeah, but... but without Jordy even on the line, I mean, like... Look, without Jordy for the second half, because I think he got hurt in the second yeah. mm-hmm. quarter, he still did his thing. He was red hot in the second half. Yeah. Especially considering it for the first 26 minutes of the first half, he was running for his life. Yeah. And yeah. then they got hot. So I don't know that it's going to have that much of a horrible effect. He's not going to play, huh? Broken ribs, you don't play? I don't think he's going to play. He's got no. two broken ribs. Can't breathe. I mean, I, I know Aaron, Aaron told... Uh, Dan Patrick on Tuesday that uh, he he might do the flak jacket thing, but mm-hmm. I mean, God bless him if he. And can. also, he can't yeah. breathe, dude. It's the playoffs. No, I'm joking. That's like the worst. 
breathing. It's optional. Yeah, breathing. <laughs> they're, they're, I think they're red hot. I, I don't think. I know. I think the Cowboys may be affected by... Um, lack of experience? Lack of experience, uh, the week off, all those things. Look, the fact that the Packers couldn't stop the run when they, I think it was week six when they were at Lambeau. So that was like the Cowboys' signature win. They mm-hmm. they had a lot of signature wins. But they, they go to Lambeau and you have the kids, you have Dak. I don't think Dez played that week. Wow. And they they beat them. They beat them good. And yeah. when they needed to run the ball to put the game away, they pounded them. They ran for 191 yards in that game. And Zeke had like a buck 57, something like that. The Packers couldn't stop the run when they knew the run was coming. And if that happens again, then no, they're going to win. Mm-hmm. But I, I just got a feeling. I, I just you think, I uh, got a feeling. This is, this is the Packers. And do you think uh, when now having your rookies like Dak and Zeke, do you think now in the playoffs, like now it's when it comes back to actually hurt you where it they could. go like, holy shit. Yeah, how much? I think, I think it's more Dak than Zeke. Yeah, really. Zeke? Experience really is, I mean, it's talked about all the time in the NFL playoffs, but it really is like, I mean, it's a real thing. Like you're, there's an added level of pressure. You have an extra week now with that bye to think about it, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean. Or, or to get healthy. I mean, you can look at it that way too. Yeah. Or it, maybe he's just a fucking stud and just goes and is not even sweating it. I mean, like he's been dumb, right? I mean, like. Who, Dak? Yeah. So a year ago today, Dak was, was getting ready for the senior bowl in Mobile. He wasn't in Mobile yet, but he was going to go to Mobile. All right. And he, now got to the- Mo- he got to Mobile. And all anyone wanted to talk about was, I did the game. That's all we talked about for a week. Jason Garrett and the Cowboys coaching uh, 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 Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up getting the guy that that played for the other team. Wow. And that guy hasn't been in the playoffs as the one seed and home field advantage. Real quick side question from that, and then we'll wrap this up. But I want to know, the the whole Dak versus Romo, I mean, where do you stand on that? Do you think if Romo, like they should have? No, I mean, the kid was on a roll. He can't bend. Yeah, you can't. But, I mean, who... So, go. Can you name the backup quarterbacks for the other teams? Um, you can for the Seahawks, I'm guessing. Yeah, right. He's an undrafted rookie. Yeah, uh, the Trevon old, Boykin. Yeah, yeah. Only because he played, but New England Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, right? that's about. And then Houston Savage is he going to be a backup? Savage will be the backup this week. Connor yeah. Cook, but Connor. Well, they're well, gone. Yeah, right. You gone. get my point. Yeah, the, the Cowboys have Tony Romo. Which is and a fantastic problem. It's a fantastic problem. Yeah, because yeah. if I mean God, because things happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, God forbid there's an injury. Mm-hmm. You have Tony Romo oh, ready to go. Yeah, oh, man. Now, do you do you think there's any scenario to where at halftime, no Cowboys down by nope. twenty one, put in Romo nope. a wide receiver? Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. No, nope. Unless look, if he throws four picks in the first half, yeah, and looks shook, yeah, maybe, but okay. it would have to be. Have something to be something extreme. Ridiculous. Now, if the Cowboys lose and the Seahawks win, are we all going to Seattle? Okay, if the Cowboys lose, so... Right, we'd host Green Bay. Seahawks win, it would be... You guys are the th- three. three. They're the... F- so, yeah, the game would be in Seattle. Oh, my God. I, I will sadly... And who would you take then? I will be, not sadly, I will be in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. Oh, there you um, go. However... Who would you take then? So at that and our point, iced coffee is on the line. Run. It would be Seattle against Green Bay. Green Bay at home. It's the rematch from two years ago, and they're mm-hmm. playing every montage of that rivalry. You're getting, I mean, uh, 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 not Har- Hargrove, the Indians coach, um, Holmgren. He comes out. He <laughs> or Mike or Mike Hargrove, former Indians and Mariners manager. Dude, putting it together. That's <laughs> well right. Done. Yeah, dude. Maybe they raise the 12-man flag together. Right. And Damn they need sub sandwiches off each other's bellies. That would be fantastic. So who would you, ta- <laughs> who would you take in that one? Man, 
If the Seahawks win in Atlanta, they're rolling. And then they go home. Like, that's. Right. So, but, you know, then you're also like the Packers won in Dallas. They're uh, rolling. I can't bet against Seattle at home. I love that. There it is. There Fuck. you go. Uh, I, I have one last question yes. for you. If you if someone comes to you and says one of the Fox or one of the or one of the CBS people and says, "Hey, Andrew Siciliano, we want you to be a play by play guy for the NFL." Yeah, do you leave NFL Red Zone or are you legally obligated not to be able to answer? I mean, we, this all question? Have, we, no, no, we all we all have contracts. I mean, yeah. would I love to do games? I, I would love to do games. Yeah, because 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 I know you did some Rams preseason. I, I've done the Rams for six years now, and then nice. we do the preseason TV. Yes, um, they're pre- those four games in the preseason. Do you love it? Only I absolutely love it, and I would love to do more games. I feel like that's the next move for you for sure. It's at the same time I uh, love where you're at. It, I love where I'm at, and I love it, and I love it, and I love it, and I truly do mean that. Like uh, when I get up on Sunday morning, I am legitimately excited to go to work. Not that I wouldn't be doing something else on for Sunday. Sure. for sure. I love being part of it on Sunday. Um, I love where I am. Uh, I would also love to do games, and you try to find. It's a good problem to have. Well, a good place to start is I've got some old uh, VHS tapes of my Little League games yeah. when I was quick fat on, <laughs> the, awesome. on, the, yeah, on the T-ball court. <laughs> yeah. When I got a triple, my coach held a press conference, not press conference, a team meeting with the parents and the yeah. people who brought the snacks That's and fantastic. said, Adam was the fastest guy on the team and, the, and got a triple. Let's make a round of applause for him. That's great. And I didn't because my hands were full of uh, pop dogs, but I, you know, it was a big exci- So you can maybe start doing That's some great. commentary on those. Reminds me of my moment where I had a heat stroke playing third base in Little League. <laughs> As a child? In Little League, yeah. How do you in, get a heat stroke? Virginia Human. Virginia, yeah, I got oh, pulled shit, out of the game. Him. Yeah, oh, that might God. have been my crowning moment. <laughs> uh, what, what's ne- what's next for the NFL? Do you think we see any dramatic rule changes? Do you think we see anything like in, in, anything like the extra point situation? Or uh, yeah, what's next? For I, the NFL? I would say that the, the two, the three things to watch. And by the way, by the time this this posts, I mean, mm-hmm. we may have San Diego decided. The Oops. three things to watch, especially considering there's a big league meeting on Wednesday. Um, whether the Chargers come here, whether the Raiders go to Vegas, and I think the next thing to watch is what do we do with London? Yeah. And once again, there are going to be three games there next year. Wow. I, think, uh, I don't think that we're ever going to have a full-time franchise there, at least not soon. They but don't I, care, do they? Oh, yeah, they do. They I, do. I think... Oh, yeah, they care. Oh, they, man. They, I think the we could see a scenario, and this is me just thinking out loud, in which every team has to play one game there a year. Mm-hmm. And so there are 16 games a year in London, and it's it's a different game every week. I think that's way down the line, but I wow. do think that's I do think that is of all the London solutions, that one makes a lot of sense. That's, like, do they they have to add on extra travel days for sure for all that? They'd figure it out. I mean, Seattle, Seattle to New York is is no different than New York to London, really. Great well, it is, call. and it's like forty. It's an hour difference. I mean, but yeah, you uh, if you bring back the Concorde jet. <laughs> That thing was awesome. <laughs> I'm an aviation geek. I always wanted to go on that. Oh, really? Oh, there you go. Uh, so if you get rich enough, you'd buy yeah. yourself a plane. A Concorde? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy, I'll buy you a lit up, by the way. It was a Concorde. complete opposite reaction of the hot air balloon that yeah. you suggested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. I'm the guy that, that still like gets geeked up to go on a Dreamliner. Oh, fuck guy. yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, follow Andrew Siliano on Twitter for all the latest NFL news. Uh, and then see him uh, on NFL Network. And uh, get the damn Red Zone channel. Thank get you. the Red Zone if channel. You it's you. one of the most changed your life. It really will. I will say this, and this is without hesitation and without exaggeration. I don't care what happens in my life, what's going on with my finances. I will always make sure I have enough money for A, health insurance, mm-hmm. and B, the NFL Red Zone and, channel. And be a with, stool to with, reach that health insurance yes, paper off yes. of the shelf. Yes. And, and <laughs> if you were to run out of either money and or health insurance. Yeah. 
just come to the studio. Oh, oh I, God, I will be we would love to. Year. Is that ever? Come in next year, whatever. Yeah. Oh, my oh, my God. God. My, my friend's coming all the time. Oh, my God. Which well, uh, well, now you have to get the Red Zone channel next year because there will be a streaking tour. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey, now. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.